Hello and welcome to the Journeys to Wellness podcast. This week we're talking about managing the inner critic and I feel like this is such a powerful episode of the podcast. It's another one of those really key points that when you put it into practice, it can be so powerful in transforming your life. And really the key takeaway from this is just that you don't have to believe your thoughts. Understanding that whatever comes, even whether they're good thoughts, bad thoughts, especially in terms of the inner critic, like these negative thoughts, like, oh, you're not good enough, you can't do this, you're so depressed, you're so anxious, who are you to do this? And understanding that we talk about cultivating this more witness consciousness. So you're like witnessing, wow, I have this, I just had, there's a thought. There's a sensation in the body. Wow, that's all it is. It's just a thought. It's not necessarily the truth. And having that thought doesn't change this witness. It doesn't change the essence of who I truly am. And this is just creating some more space in your life, which is so powerful. And Jane gives a beautiful analogy of the white wolf and the black wolf. The white wolf being the more kind, compassionate, caring, understanding, wise, loving higher aspects of humanity and the black wolf being the more manipulative negative depression these difficult emotions the almost the more like protector consciousness or part of the mind and understanding from that analogy like which wolf do you feed do you put your attention into this negativity and continue to believe these lies that your brain is telling you or do you put your energy into positivity and believing the positive things moving forward and acting from that witness or place of truth within yourself which is so powerful and understanding as we've talked about so many times neurons that fire together wire together and as we do this work it is literally changing our body and changing our mind in so many positive ways so i really hope you enjoy this podcast there's some beautiful things in there we refer to some of the other podcasts tie some things together and this is really powerful for supporting you and being more confident and connecting really to the truth of who you are beyond these more like negative influences of the mind the self-sabotage this negativity and then you also using that as a force to become more aware to notice wow i'm feeling negative like what do i need right now maybe i'm hungry maybe i'm tired and wow anyone would feel like that if they were the same so even reframing it from a negative voice to using it as a power powerful way to become more aware of our tendencies and to continue to move forward more positively in our life so i really hope you enjoy this episode of the journeys to wellness podcast hello and welcome back to the journeys to wellness podcast with jane and luke we're here to support you on your own journey to wellness today we're going to be talking about managing the inner critic and so this is like the part of you um, i was just talking to jane before she's like joe rogan calls it his inner bitch it's like this part of you that is like this form of resistance or this voice that comes like you're like oh yeah i really want to go follow my dreams it's like nah you can't do it or like sitting at home oh no you've got no friends you shouldn't work out like there's no point in doing that 
all of these things. And so I think this is really in my own life and I feel maybe for Jane as well, she'll speak about that in a moment. But one of the key things in terms of like psychology or therapy, but supporting us to live our lives in the best way is how do we kind of transcend the influence of this negativity? So how can we start to move beyond listening and believing these negative negative things that are part of our humanity and biology and that maybe they're still there but how can we start to move beyond them and so Jane maybe to begin with would you be able to talk a little bit about how you support people with this so if I'm coming to you and I'm like okay like <laughs> my relationship I keep I keep having trouble because I feel there's like this part of me I feel like I'm not quite worthy to be with my partner and this keeps coming up and I really want to ask my boss for a promotion or I want to start my own business but I keep being like oh no it's too hard what if I fail what if I like don't have enough money and what if what if people don't like me like all of these things and so if I was coming to you with these sorts of questions like what sort of things would you say or do to help with that? Lots of questions, <laughs> yeah. and, and I've got all the answers, yeah. so it's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't got all the answers, but we can, we can have some answers here today. Because, yeah, yeah it, the inner critic, we all have the inner critic. And so just to know first that we all are wired negatively. We have this negativity bias yeah. due to the way we've evolved as humans that it helped us survive when we lived on the savanna, on the plains and there were wild animals or marauding tribes and we needed to be on guard and we needed to be looking out for the negative. But it doesn't serve us so well today. Yeah, and so just to mention as well, this like negativity bias, this is like a documented scientific thing as well. It's like been talked about a lot that this is actually wired into us as humans. And this negativity bias, often, I think your questions that you had are really, really fantastic. And also, often I have clients that come in and they are not even as aware of the negative voice as what you were saying. They might just say, I just feel really depressed or I don't know why. I just, right. I feel so stressed. I've got so much work to do and I don't know when I'm going to get it done. And then when we have a look at it and we have a look at maybe what they're thinking about themselves and what sort of thoughts they're having and they go, wow, I'm thinking, I'll never, there's not enough time in the day. Yeah. I'll never get everything done. I need to hurry. I need to hurry. And they don't know why they need to hurry. Well, they think they've just got so much to do. But and, and so... The first thing is just starting to notice, yeah. starting to notice that awareness of, wow, I'm depressed, I'm feeling depressed, do I go to the doctor, do I get some antidepressants, mm. or do I just start to look at maybe what is making me depressed, okay, I'm overwhelmed at work, I've got too much to do, and I feel like I'm always chasing my tail, never getting, the, never getting enough stuff done, or like you said, I'm not feeling worthy in my relationship with my partner. 
and looking at, wow, okay, so I'm not feeling worthy. Where does that come from? Yeah. And, wow, I, who am I to have such a gorgeous partner? Um, and, yeah, Joe Rogan's inner bitch would be going, yeah, well, you don't deserve to have such a beautiful partner. Look at you. Or whatever it is. We, we have this inner negative voice. And so just being able to be a, an objective observer, mm. to be able to step back and almost have, our, have some breathing space, to be able to go like a curious scientist. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm really stressed. I've got all this work to do. And I'm beating myself up saying I'll never get it done. Yeah. That's really interesting. That's making me feel sick. I can feel lots of adrenaline going on. And that is just the negative voice. Mm. And then starting to think. Is there another way I can look at this? Is there yeah. another way that I can manage these negative thoughts? Yeah. And thinking, wow, is that just my critical self speaking? Mm. And, and maybe looking at some strategies. What have I done in the past? Yeah, and we've actually done a whole podcast as well if people are interested on managing kind of the most common difficult thoughts. So that could be something good to check out if you want to go into that more. And and as well as that, thinking about and I yeah, thinking about that wonderful Native American proverb about the black wolf and the white wolf. Yeah. And the the little um the little grandson is with his Native American wise granddad and the granddad says, grandson, I've got a fight going on inside me. There's the black wolf. He's mean, he's vicious, he's egotistical, he fills me full of all sorts of negative thoughts, he is envious, he's jealous. Yeah, like manipulative, manipulative. and kind of sneaky and... Yeah. And then there's the white wolf, and she is kind, caring, loving, considerate, compassionate, complimentary, understanding, gentle, appreciative. And the grandson says, How do you know which wolf to listen to? Yeah. And the granddad says, the one you feed. Mm. And it is as simple as that to some degree, that often we just feed that negativity. We feed that black wolf. Mm. And we feed him so much food. Yeah. We put so much energy into, I'm not good enough. I should have done that better. I can't do this. And then starting to think, oh, but the white wolf is here. The white wolf is here. What would she say? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I really like that, like, the kind of essence of that story, which wolf do you feed? Like, where are you placing your energy and realizing that we actually have a choice? And we, mm. we get to choose 
whether we give our energy to that negativity and keep going and keep like ruminating over these negative thoughts or do we give our energy to the white wolf to this good this good part of us and this part of us that actually cares about us and about other people and i feel as well like naming it can be quite powerful and so that's why we're using the example like joe rogan calling it the inner bitch or calling it the black wolf or another example i was watching lord of the rings last night and the second one and there's a it's quite a funny scene and i was, I was laughing because it it's like exemplifies this so well but it's like smeagol and or Gollum, and he's almost got these two characters inside him portrayed in the movie and it's like smeagol's almost quite nice and it's when he's with frodo and sam and they're like looking after him and <clears throat> he's having this argument with himself or with Gollum, who's like the black wolf and he's like Gollum's like nobody likes you like your master's trying to trick you he's trying to manipulate you you need me without me we we both die and that's like the sort of argument this voice uses this negativity it's like oh if you don't listen to me like something really bad's going to happen which is like obviously again as we talked about maybe wired into us because in the past maybe certain bad things have happened or they even have happened to us and so it could even be coming from past trauma we could be feeling triggered about something and oh maybe maybe if i do do this thing something bad will happen even if it's not necessarily grounded in reality but in the end smeagol he's like no no and he's like leave leave now and never come back leave now and never come back and then golem leaves and obviously the way the mind works you can ask it to leave but it'll come back when you least expect it so when you're there and when you are being aware it's like okay cool like i'm grounded in myself i'm feeling really peaceful like i've got this i'm like being as a witness and this is another thing like that i felt was important to talk about and you talk about a lot jane with your clients like you just don't have to believe your thoughts and i feel like it's a very direct strategy but if you're really if you actually do it it's the most powerful like you just don't have to believe your thoughts and last year i went to a retreat with muji which was really amazing and that was one of the key things i took away it's like staying as the witness noticing that you actually have the power to see these thoughts and even if it is the thought saying nobody likes you or you need you need me or you need to do this negative thing that you know is going to hurt you to survive and it's like well i can see that and so i actually know <clears throat> what i am is beyond that I'm able to witness it and it's like the storm comes and there's we have the analogy and like meditation it's like even though the clouds come and it can look like a really gray day the sun's still shining and so it's almost remaining as that like sitting through the storm that's how it can be and in my life sometimes it's like that you're like sitting through the storm and it's like damn this sucks but just remaining as that and not listening to this negativity because we just don't have to do it and I think it's as simple or as complicated as you make it, but it can really be just no, nah, I'm not going to listen to you today, Black Wolf.
Absolutely, absolutely. And I think as well, just when we start to notice a little bit more and we're noticing, and so if we're stressed, let's say that we've got too much work to do, and that can be something that happens to me um, as a psychologist, and I have to write a lot of reports, yeah. and I have to really think hard about them, and sometimes I, I think I've got, it's got to be in tomorrow, and I've got three reports to do, and I've got, um, I've, I want to go and buy something at the shops, I've got so much to do, I'm not going to get it all done, and then I freak out a bit. Yeah. And then starting to notice the freak out. Start, so what does that feel like in my body? Ah, okay, my, I'm freaking out. I've got adrenaline pumping. Mm. I'm, and then looking at what, what are the thoughts going on? And the, the mean or the black wolf or mean girl, I call her mean girl sometimes, mm. might, might be saying, you're not going to get them done. You're just not going to get them done. What's going to happen if you don't get them done? Oh, my God. And then kind girl or the white wolf, if I drop down into my body and then check in and go, kind girl might say, okay, stop. Go outside, go into the sunshine, mm. go for a walk up the road or go and do some yoga, do some breathing, yeah, do some alternate nostril breathing, which yeah. I did this morning. Yeah. Yeah. And it was amazing. And that, what that did, it got my brain back online, essentially. Mm. It cleared the panic calculator. It cleared it back to zero. And then I was able to link in with kind girl or kind Jane, who said, when have you never got a report done? And actually, the person that you were doing the report said, it actually doesn't matter if it, it is done till next finished by next week yeah but I'd put this pressure on myself so when I was starting to be more realistic and my brain was back online mm. and I was breathing more calmly I was able to function in a better way and get all the reports done that I needed to do beautiful yeah and so I think that's such a key as well it's like again as we've talked about before those are the moments when you can use those strategies and we've talked about the stop strategy which is stopping taking a deep breath taking another deep breath taking another another deep breath observing like you say okay where am I feeling this in my body Maybe, oh, I've got a tight stomach or, or my chest. Like, I, oh, wow, I wasn't even breathing. I was feeling so anxious and that I wasn't breathing. Of course, I was feeling anxious. I'm like holding all this tension. And, and then noticing that, okay, proceed mindfully. And like you say, oh, wow, actually, it's not due till next week. Or, oh, yeah, okay, I don't have to do that right now. Like maybe, yeah, I'll take some time, I'll do some yoga, do some breathing, I'll make, oh, I'm actually hungry, I'll make myself some food or I need some water. And then looking after ourselves so we feel good and then it's easy, it's fun, we can bring more like playfulness and creativity. And I guess as well, something to mention about the inner critic, this part of our brain was almost always there to protect us as well. It is like a defense mechanism as we've kind of alluded to and it's not necessarily bad and 
when we do look after ourselves, I like to use the analogy as well, it's almost like this comes up when you need to pay attention to something. Because when you're going along, you're feeling good, everything's flowing, you're like, yo, this is perfect. And I know in my life, and I mean, I'm, maybe you find the same, like there isn't so much negativity in those moments. But it is the moments when, when you're hungry, when you're tired, when you're feeling stressed and it's almost like it's coming as a reminder and I find for me at least reframing it in that way like okay well I, oh, I'm noticing I'm feeling quite negative like what do I need to look at right now like oh yeah well I am tired maybe just okay slow down take a breath and I've done a whole podcast about the power of the breath and we talk about it so much because it's so powerful like it's literally resetting your nervous system and switching you from a state of stress a state of your almost fight or flight activation to a more balanced state of like parasympathetic dominance in your nervous system so i like that as well instead of seeing it as a negative thing although um another thing muji says is like your mind is not your friend not yet at least like it's not getting too confident about it or not being like, okay, I've got this because it, it may come and it may be stressful and intense, but giving yourself that space and maybe using it as something to reflect on and notice and seeing it in that way. For sure. And like for the example that I gave with the reports, when I did slow down and I did do my breathing, I was able to think more clearly Mm. and therefore write the report more quickly. Yeah. Even though I was doing it more slowly. It's ironic, but when we slow down, we can actually speed up in a way mm. or be more accurate. Yeah, or do better work that we don't have to go back and look at it later. Man, yeah. I was stressed when I wrote this. Like, got to rewrite half of it or like... Yeah, so the concentration is better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and also to talk about as well, like, for some more inspiration, but also noticing, like, these negative thoughts, if we continue to feed this black wolf, that's actually using a lot of energy, and that can be leading to why maybe we are feeling quite tired, we're feeling low, feeling anxious, and because our whole body's being bathed in cortisol and stress and these feelings of anxiety, and as we've talked about before, when you shift your attention, when you make that conscious choice, it is literally rewiring your brain. Neurons that fire together, wire together. So you're making it easier for yourself, not just in this moment, but you're creating a pattern, getting that ball rolling, creating that positive momentum for the future to make it easier for yourself in the future to make those positive choices as well. Yeah, and being that objective observer Mm. When, when our neurons that have fired together, they've wired together yeah. and we're, we're more wired into the objective observer starting to notice, ah, oh, that's interesting. I'm feeling really tense. I'm feeling really stressed. Mm. What do I need to do right now? I know that I've got a lot of work to do, but if I do it like this, I'm just going to be really, really wound up and then I'm going to yell at people or whatever yeah. but if I stop after I notice stop take a breath go out into the sunshine do my yoga do something positive mm. 
I'm going to be able to cope with this better. Yeah. And even if the inner bitch or the black wolf goes, no, you won't. No, you won't. Yeah. You're, you, you've got too much on. You can't do this. We can still challenge. Just like Muji says, we can still, we have a choice. Yeah. I have a choice. As well as the black wolf, I've also got the white wolf. She's kind. What's she got to say for me? Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I know I'll feel better if I do that. Like, yeah. classic black wolf. Yeah. yeah okay. Whatever. I, I but... feel, and, and she might say, I know I feel better when I breathe calmly. Yeah. When I look after myself better. And when I speak more kindly to myself, mm. I know I feel better. Yeah. And then the, yeah, so, and, and and so like your example of someone being in a relationship and feeling unworthy in that relationship, again, the black wolf might be, make the person feel very unworthy, but what does the white wolf say? She's mm. kind. She looks at the person's strengths, all the great things they bring mm. to the relationship. And helps the person focus on those. Yeah, and I feel as well, really staying as that more role of the witness. It's knowing, wow, even if I f have a thought that I'm unworthy, or even if I feel in my body, it doesn't actually mean that's the truth. And I can have these thoughts, and they can all come, even thoughts, oh, I'm so anxious, I'm so depressed, but it doesn't mean that's what I really am, because, wow, I can witness it. And it just creates that little bit of space that's like, okay, wow, even, even these, like, these really dark thoughts, these dark thoughts come. And I know one of Ram Dass's great teachings as he was getting older and getting ready to leave his body. He's like, I love my dark thoughts. Even these scary thoughts, these dark thoughts, it's like, oh, wow. Like, they're just thoughts. It's not what I really am. Mm. And it doesn't actually change the essence. It doesn't change the witness because mm. it's like a, it's that's on a higher level. Mm. And so it's almost finding this higher level in our life mm. and beginning to transcend these like influences or these more kind of negative parts of life so we can more fully embody that those higher aspects of humanity, the more compassionate, the more loving, caring, kind, wise and understanding self that we really are and i also wanted to mention as well like however old you are whether you're 80 90 100 50 40 30 20 15 no matter how long if you've spent your entire life feeding the black wolf the latest neuroscience shows how incredibly plastic or how incredibly able our brain is to change and I talked about this in my breathwork video, like being able to literally rewire our brain, but we can do it. And they've shown this in meditation as well, but just noticing our thoughts, it's never too late to start and you can always make positive change. <laughs> yeah, even if you're 90, you can start to change your brain. Isn't that which wonderful? Which is so cool. Yeah. Like, and it's sad that people didn't believe that for so long, but it's like, well, whether you believe it or not, we can show it. Like you can look at a brain and do this meditation. Like there's been studies I know where they do like a meditation retreat and you can see the brain change, like yeah. different densities of neurons in more positive ways. Like it's, 
and so you know powerful. and i see it in my work and i see it in myself when we make that choice to feed the white wolf yeah i in in my own life i feel better yeah. i feel more grounded my life has more purpose i feel happier yeah and and also just in, in line with that, the, the white wolf also encourages us to, to speak to ourselves more kindly. And that links in with our last podcast about self-compassion. Yeah. To speak to ourselves, to say, hey, you, you did this before. You've done this for the last few weeks. You've finished everything. So you'll finish this. Yeah. There's no problem. Mm. And, and you, you'll get through it and... Everything will be okay. You will get through this no matter what. Yeah. Or some little mantra um, can be really good, can yeah. be really helpful. Beautiful. And if people are interested in learning more about that and those strategies for creating more self-compassion, you can check out our podcast from last week. And so kind of to wrap this podcast up, I guess the key points, Jane told that beautiful story about the white wolf and the black wolf. And so... It is quite simple for today, just noticing like where you're putting your energy, where are you, like, as we were saying, what wolf are you, are you feeding? And also with the knowledge you don't have to believe your thoughts and that actually these like almost storms of the mind can come, but as you stay more as the witness or as you just stay as the witness, it's like, wow, anxiety, depression, it's another cloud floating by, oh, here, look, it's love, it's joy, like beautiful, okay, wow, that's... I see that as well and I there's space for all of that and yeah I guess living less maybe attached to what's going on in the moment using the strategies like the stop strategy if we are feeling triggered stopping breathing because breathing is like regulating our nervous system if we are experiencing a trigger from past trauma or even just the way our brains are wired as humans and we can begin to make positive change as we talked about our brains are so able to change when we put that effort in and we put that our consciousness into changing and it can transform your life so much to move beyond these negative influences and these beliefs or whatever it is and start listening to the white wolf start listening to your higher self or your true self this part of you that is so wise and loving and compassionate understanding and also really confident to to do what it is that you want to do like whatever that is in your life starting a business new relationship or supporting your own family your own kids your parents your friends yeah it's very cool. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast and see you next week. Yeah. See you next week on the journeys to wellness podcast. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the journeys to wellness podcast. And how powerful is that? you don't have to believe your thoughts it can really be as simple as that